0: Here is what you missed this morning on the Catholic Morning Show.
1: All right, let's go to our next guest, Deacon at Our Lady of the Americas, founder of Cardiac Counseling, Deacon Randy Keel. Hello,
2: Deacon. Hey, good morning, John. Good to be back with you. This is Randy and Micah together with you.
1: Ah, Micah's with you again. All right. How you doing, Micah?
0: I'm doing
1: really great. How are you I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. All right, let's talk about emotional awareness today. Um, You both say there's five ways to practice being more aware of your emotions.
2: Yeah, I think recognizing that, you know, we all have a different strength about our accessibility to our emotions, but let's first recognize that it's an area that can improve. Too often people will say to us in the office, well, I can't really get into this because I'm not an emotional person. That that doesn't exist. Mm. That's some, we would say that's cognitive dissonance <laughs> to the topic. It's just a false belief about self. So there are things that we can do to distract emotional awareness growth, like to detract from it, and things we can do to increase it. First, let me talk about what the thing to do to tear down emotional awareness is criticism. Mm self-criticism inside of ourselves, and criticism of others. So parents, if you're listening, let's remember that our job is not to control the emotions of our children, but it's to master our own. If we criticize, When we criticize our children, you're not being respectful. You're disrespectful. Why don't you listen to me? Do better. We're actually tearing down their emotional awareness at that time. But some things that we can do to increase emotional awareness would be such as the following.
0: Yeah, I'll take from here. So really, we just want to learn to pay attention to what your emotions are. When you pay attention, you want to notice the feeling. Can I name the feeling? What is the tangible difference between anger, between frustration, between sadness, between despair? things like that. What happens in my body? Number two, when those different items or emotions appear, some folks' bodies will respond to the same emotion completely different than another, but those bodily responses become clues as to what we're feeling. Can I, can I track an emotion in its life cycle? Can I track, for instance, that anger is an emotion that is merely a marker towards something deeper. Behind every mad, for instance, there's usually a sad. Can I track the path of that over minutes, seconds, days, whatever it might be? I think also recognizing
2: the difference between emotion and behavior, because some people think that mean is anger, but mean is behavior and anger is emotion, and inside anger, most often they're sad, and sometimes there's also fear inside of anger. <laughs> and I think then also, notice around us, there's emotion all around us. There's emotion in art, songs, movies, people's expressions. There's emotion in sports. There's emotion in grocery stores. There's emotion in food. That's that's important to kind of pay attention to also.
1: So let me let me be clear here. Both of you are not saying... These are these are emotions that need to be suppressed. You're just saying we need to notice what what's happening here.
2: Well, when you think absolutely, John, when you think of the the number one factor that develops depression, apart from chemical, just leaving that aside, I'm not saying that's higher or lower, is the suppression of our emotions. Mm. So without being emotionally aware ourselves, if we're deficit in that, then we're going to be deficit somehow in our ability to have empathy for others, recognize our own needs, um, seek out our Savior, recognize our need for salvation. It depletes our awareness of self. Therefore, we would struggle naturally to recognize the individual that's in front of us. So it's a strong factor that brings a um, negative deficit to almost all relationships also.
1: Very interesting. Very interesting.
2: I, it, so some, it, go ahead. So some spiritual complications that come with the deficit of emotional awareness. Like, like, think of how often we want to say about someone, or someone says about us, does that person even have a clue? Hmm. You know, that's usually a sign that. Someone wasn't emotionally aware of what was happening in the room or with a person. like, Or that person totally missed it because they didn't read the emotional sense. We get blocked sometimes, but if it's a pattern inside, it actually is something that can be worked on and that can be developed inside of a person, but it, it's going to need some intervention like a counselor. <laughs> I'm not okay. saying that has to be us, but it, it's going to need intervention. If you don't have it by adulthood... You need to get help for it because it can also have spiritual implication of how it affects a person, such as loss of personal devotion, struggle, express, struggle to express the need for help, can't understand the needs of others, and also realizing that emotions are sensory and so is faith. If we're deficient in our ability to be sensory to our emotions, most often that person is deficient in their ability to be sensory with their faith. faith. So, therefore, faith becomes factual. And we don't worship a, a system of proof. We worship through a system of faith.
1: What do you say to someone that's saying, you know, I, I've ha- I've been hurt so many times, or I've got so many calluses, I don't want to go to that area of my life and that you know kind of being in touch with the emotion emotional part of me which is a, a part that god made of us which is why it needs to be sanctified people may roll their eyes at this and think oh this is cheesy or whatever it's not this is who we are we're human and we're made up of emotions the spiritual the mental the physical component is all beautiful and good that god has made but it can be distorted and, and and it can be twisted and there can be a lie that can be lived through a lot of this and as you said deacon it can kind of bleed over into the spiritual life and into our, our physical life and physical health as well. Um, but to the person that says, I don't, I don't want to go there. I've been hurt too many times. How, how, do you, how do you counsel that?
0: Well, first, you don't say anything direct, such as a statement. You ask a question. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Tell me more about that. What was the hurt? You open it up. I see. You don't shut it down with a statement. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Probably because, because so
1: many have been shut down for a lot of their ex-
0: life. Exactly. We show curiosity via the form of a question rather than sometimes judgment or pressure could come out quick with a statement. That's a really really important therapeutic or family or just relational tool let me hear that emotional word i'm scared i feel hurt i've been shut down etc cetera, etc cetera, and you go oh that is a clue to ask about hmm. that is a clue to allow the person to share something to actually open that up even as they're saying i want to shut it down So emotional awareness is healthy. Yeah, very healthy. (laughs) To put it in the spiritual sense, John, I'm going to reference Matthew 621. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. If we use that sense of curiosity with emotional awareness, the treasure that we're seeking is ourselves, a fuller version of ourselves a version of ourselves where our emotion, like we have full contact with our emotional capabilities. There's not the intellectual versus the emotional. They flow together.
2: Mm.
0: The treasure is literally yourself, and if we shut that down via shutting our emotions down or not exploring or becoming more aware, there's something inside that says our heart is hurting or avoidance or whatever it might be, And that makes it really tough to be the fullness of who we are, who God made us to be, et cetera.
1: Um, For those that may need a little
2: help, where do they go? How can they get a hold of you guys? I think think to recognize, as Micah just talked about, your heart is also—so we have the— Greek word of heart in the title of our organization for Cardia Counseling. Cardia means the center of one's soul, the center of one's will, and the center of one's mind, mm. and that's what we work on at Cardia Counseling. So you can look us up online, Cardia dot com, and that's K A R D I A Counseling, just like the Greek word. And what's cool about that word is it's used two hundred and seventy-four times in the New Testament. Cardia is in the Greek New Testament, but never once does it refer to. The muscle in our body, hmm. it means the center of one's psyche. That's the treasure of God. And so cardiac counseling, our motto is we get to the heart of the matter, and that includes the emotional realm of life also. I'd say also empathetically when someone says, I don't want to go out there, I've been too wounded. Hey, I get it. Who would? But we can there in time. Let's just set that aside and keep looking at it. You know, that's that's being patient with people.
1: Yeah. Yep. I, I love it, man. Would you give us your blessing, Deacon?
2: I sure would. I pray, pray for the blessing of Almighty God not only to come to our minds, but also come to our hearts, our emotions, and enhance us today to see the glory of everything through the emotional realm that he has given us in nature, in people, in life, and in salvation. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
1: God bless you both. Thank you for coming on. Listen to the Catholic Morning Show weekday mornings at 7 on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, iowacatholicradio.com, or the Iowa Catholic Radio app.